Who cares? This is the Carson's Court Show, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, the podcast app, you can Spotify and go overcast. Here we go. We are absolutely packed. We're live in Virginia Beach. Welcome to the Carson's Court Show. It is a Wednesday here in Virginia Beach. Beautiful day. Nice temperature. Welcome to the show where the scales always tip in favor of sports. We're absolutely packed. Welcome to the show today. All right, well, let me start with this, okay, because, and I, I've said this for a couple of times, but I find it interesting. Uh, I think I, I'm never one that really blames the coach. I always go quarterback. I always say, you know, usually I, I said, I, I think I usually defend the coach, Tomlin, Harbaugh, usually I defend the coach. And I said this a few weeks ago, and I've said it, I've been on this for the last few years. I don't trust Brandon Stanley. I don't like Brandon Stanley. And um, so what I find interesting about this Charger team, not just this week, was last week they barely, they had, you know, 20 more, if the defense gave up 20 more yards, they would be 0-3 this morning. And now they have significant injuries uh, with receivers, running back. I, I don't know what the Chargers are this morning. So the reason that I I haven't had him in my top five teams is, A, I don't trust Stanley. I, I Even the beginning of this year where I thought the Chargers would be a playoff team, you know, sixth seed, I didn't have them in my top five teams because, A, I, don't, I do not trust Brand Stanley. So now, you, you know, there's a fair shot that the Chargers start out one and four. That would be a disaster. Again, you have a very excellent roster maybe a top five quarterback in the AFC, and it is a packed conference with Justin Herbert. Some people think top five quarterback in the league. Some people think maybe top four quarterback in the league, Justin Herbert. You have a very good running back and a very good receiver, very good offense, maybe one of the best defenses, certainly maybe top 12 defense in the league. You should not be one and two right now. And I think there's a fair shot they start out one and four. Come on, folks. After in two weeks, they could very well be one and four. Tons of injuries. Don't trust the defense. I mean, tons of injuries. The defense is very good. I don't trust the coach. That and and you could say, well, they they got Kellen Moore. Takes a while to get going, folks. It takes Cincinnati a while to get going. Why? Because Burrow did not play free agent. Did not play during training camp or preseason. But Herbert did. That's simple as that. I understand that it takes one to two weeks. Teams that they should be beating, they're losing to. Barely beating Minnesota. They're a much, Chargers are a much better team than the Vikings. I mean, Chargers roster on paper better than the Vikings. They should be beating the Vikings. It should not have to come down to 20 yards if the defense can stop them. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me what this team is. Very good on paper. And you can say, well, a lot of teams are very good. Baltimore. Baltimore falls apart midseason because of a different thing. It's called injuries. Chargers. Herbert does not get hurt that often. He just does not get hurt. So when I watch the Chargers play, I'm saying excellent defense, excellent receiving core, excellent quarterback, excellent running back. 
I like you. I think you finally got the offensive coordinator right and the defensive coordinator right. You know, front office, take it as you must. But I just, I do not trust Brandon Stanley. And and I think he is one of the coaches, one of the few coaches that I cannot defend and one of the few coaches that I think is in the hot seat. Don't, don't screw it up with her, but one of the greatest arms, don't screw it up. I mean, I, I just think the Chargers, when I watch them play, they're very good. They're A-plus in a bunch of these categories, except coach. A-plus quarterback, A-plus running back, A-plus receiving, A-plus defense, Quilio Mack, very good defense. I, I like Cowan Moore. I think he's one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. I like your defensive coordinator. I just don't trust the coach. I get it. Tough AFC. Very loaded. Folks, come on. When you have a top four quarterback in an, the toughest conference in the foot NFL, one of the toughest divisions, you should still be winning. Chargers this morning, I don't know if they're a playoff team. I had them as my sixth seed. I think there's Baltimore's better right now. Pittsburgh, I think, is better right now. Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins. I'm just saying, it is a, it is tough to make the playoffs when you have a, in this leg, but when you have a superstar quarterback, a very good receiver, a very good running back, a very good defense, you should be making the playoffs. And, and a lot of people that lost to Jacksonville, people blamed it on the defense. I'm saying, slow down, slow down. You should be winning this game. Get a good coach. There's lots of good coaches. I, I, I like the Ohio State coach. I don't know if he'll ever leave uh, Ohio State, though. Georgia's head coach, Ryan Day with Ohio State. Like I said, there's lots of good coaches out there. Hey, and this is what's interesting, too. If, if Jim Harbaugh would leave Michigan, he would want a good quarterback. I'm just saying. There's so many good coaches that would like to work with Herbert. If I'm the Chargers, I'm moving off. I'm moving off Brand Stanley this offseason. All right. Well, that was the first story. And again, they're, right now the Chargers are a little bit of a mess. Lots of injuries. Tough week matchup against the Raiders this week. And uh, I just I think that I think there's a very good shot in two weeks. We'll be saying they're one in four. All right. Um. Well, let's go into this. Uh, so breaking news this morning. I uh, again, this also came from Bleacher Report. Uh, from this morning, and I find it very interesting because I I, I talked about this a little um I, I talked about this a little yesterday, and I find it very very interesting to me. And uh, again, the uh, NBA news that broke the other day was okay. Um, you know now you're talking about the. The news that on Bleacher Report, the news that broke yesterday was the Raptors are the front runners. And I said, look, for Damian Lillard. And I said, I think Cleveland would be more interesting with him and Donovan Mitchell. I think Miami would be more interesting. Jimmy Butler, Bram Adebayo. But I would be afraid they're giving up way too much. That They would be Phoenix of the East. And I said, the team to watch that I think is a superior fit, an excellent fit. Philadelphia. 
And people said, oh, Miami is the front runner. I get it. Miami is interesting. Miami has a big market. With Spoza, maybe the best, him and Steve Kerr, I said, are the two best coaches in the NBA. But what I find interesting about the situation with Damian Lillard in Philadelphia is Philadelphia wants to get rid of a superstar. So, and I think it, I think a three-team trade would do the Clippers well, would do Portland well, and would do Philadelphia well. Say, for instance, you traded Superio Harris out of Philadelphia to the Portland. All right, you send Harden to the Clippers. Dame would come to Philadelphia, and you would send a maybe another bench, two more bench players to Portland. Clippers would send you know, one of their bench players that are very good to Portland, that's a very, that is, Clippers would become better, right? Maybe Westbrook would be involved in this, I don't know. Clippers would be better, Philadelphia would be better, Portland would be better than if you do a one-on-one trade with Miami or a one-on-one trade with Toronto. Philadelphia is the team. I've been on this for months now. And why? People said, why? Why, why don't you buy into Miami? Because if Miami moves you know, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love, um, all these bench players they have, uh, role players, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. What's left of the Heat? Damian Lillard, Ban Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. Out of the big, big, big players, that's what's left. You can say, well, what would be left in Philadelphia? They have a lot of, they're a very deep team. Philadelphia has the Sixers have a very high, very deep team. And if you give it a Tiberio Harris, there's still a lot of room left. Lots of room left. Well, Miami would turn into Phoenix, two of the East. They don't have the, they do not have any players other than three big superstars. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Aiden. That's it. You, they, they, there's, they, they have a couple bench players that would be 12, 10, 11, 12 on most teams in this league, in the NBA. That would be the heat. Philadelphia would be deeper. That would be the best chance for him to win a ring. I'm not anti-Miami here because I think with him, with Jimmy Butler and Bam, that would be, that would be big. That would be very interesting. I'm just saying if you want the best fit for Damian Lillard, it would not be Miami. It would not be Toronto. It would be the Sixers. It just would be. And Cleveland, I said this yesterday, the Cavaliers would be interesting because they could keep Donovan Mitchell. And my other question for Toronto was, what are you giving up? I know what the Heat are giving up. What are you giving up? I don't know. I don't know what Toronto would give up that Portland would be interested in. I know what Philadelphia would give up for Portland to be interested in. The Sixers, everyone wants to blame this on Drew and Bede. My takeaway is you didn't have, you had a very noisy player that disappears in big moments like Paul George or Kyrie Irving. And that's it. Can't get past the second round. Sixers are very upset. Sixer fans. I'm, I'm saying it's not Embiid. It's the players you build Embiid around. Damian Lillard to Philadelphia would instantly make them a championship contender. And you're going to say, well, what about Milwaukee? 
I did I I didn't like much of what the Bucks did this offseason. I think they they're an older team and that's who they are. I don't think they're going to be able to win a lot of games or injury prone older Middleton Anacolupo. That's what they are. Well, what about Miami? Well, if they don't get him if they do not get Damian Lillard, they are they lost a ton of players, a ton of players that made men on that championship run. What about Boston? Boston's Boston. That's who they are. I, I think they're probably the best team right now in the East, but that's who they were last year, and it was not good enough to get to the championship. Philadelphia is the team. Toronto would still be weak. Cleveland would be interested, but it's almost the situation with Miami. Could Would they give up too much? Philadelphia gives up just enough, sends a couple players to Clippers, including James Harden, a couple players to Portland, uh, and the Clippers send a couple players on their bench to Portland and one maybe to Philadelphia. There's your three-team trade. Tobias Harris, it's not that big of a loss. Not that big of a loss. James Harden, Philadelphia wants rid of him anyhow. I'm just saying, Philadelphia is the team. Miami is the market. People are interested. My concern is their Phoenix 2.0. Or my concern is their Phoenix of the East. Toronto would be Portland 2.0. The Cavs, I don't know if they would be interested to me. I keep bringing Cleveland up, but I don't know if they would be willing to give up what they need to give up. Philadelphia, Clippers, Portland, three-team trade that brings Damian Lillard to the Sixers, brings Harden to the Clippers, and brings maybe Tobias Harris to Portland. That's your trade. That would be, to me, the best fit. All right, well, coming up on the show, a big, you know, I, I saw this yesterday. It was the first time that the Yankees, Red Sox, or Cardinals, one of those three teams, are not in the playoffs in the MLB in 30 years. Why you should not overreact if you're part of the New York Yankees organization. I would not go ahead and fire everyone. I wouldn't. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't. And I would. And if you're a Yankee fan, don't overreact. That's coming up next. Also, my top five best teams in college football. I do it every Wednesday. Things have changed. That's next. Let me tell you real quick about creative music entertainment. Uh, Lessons and classes, they do music, voice, piano, guitar, brass, ukulele, violin, and songwriting. Upgrade interest for life. Voice, piano, guitar, ukulele, brass, violin. Nine languages are available. Painting and drawing, acting, and public speaking. Health and nutrition for all ages, individuals, and groups in person, online, or in your home. They have extremely affordable prices, plus discounts are available. You cannot beat that. For more information, please call 757-236-2609. That was 757-236-2609, or visit them at www.creativemusicva.net. That was www.creativemusicva.net. Creative Music Entertainment, truly a great company. Check them out today. All right, that's coming up on the Causes Court Show. We're live in Virginia Beach. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show. Final segment of the day. Here we go. It's still to come. My top five best teams in college football. But uh, let me say this. So the Yankees are having an off here. And proud organizations in sports. Yankees, Patriots, Steelers, 49ers, Cowboys, 
Tar Heels in college, Penn State in college football, Alabama in college football, Georgia. They all have one thing in common. They tend to overreact. Fire the manager, especially fans. Fire the managers. Fire the coach. And I'm saying every team in sports has a bad year. Now, I believe some are more serious. Alabama, I don't know if they're ever going to be come back to where they are. Like, I don't think they'll ever be Georgia, current Georgia, uh, or what they were two or three or four years ago when they were going national championship after national championship after national championship. But I do believe they're better than what they are playing right now. I think they're better than, I think they will be better than the 12th best team in the country. Uh, Carolina Tar Heels, last year in college basketball, missed the March Madness. They, they are not doing that again this year. I can, I would be shocked. A Penn State or in college football. I, I I believe. Wait till you hear my top five. I think they're very over underrated, very underrated, and I've been saying that since the beginning, since the off season. There's certain positions I like, but a few years ago, the last fifteen years, they haven't been where they wanted to be. Not an overreaction. Uh, the Steelers. Every year, I have to defend Mike Tomlin. Every year, I have to defend Kyle Shanahan, and that. Defense, and every year I have to defend, you know, Bill Belichick. It's 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 okay. Every sports franchise has a down year, and I I'm coming on here defending Aaron Boone, which I'm shocked I have to do. Now I get it a little. People are gonna say, well, they can't get past Houston. The last four years, the Astros have been better than the Yankees. The last, I think, this the last few years. The Dodgers and Braves has been better than the Yankees. But to come on here and uh, blame Aaron Boone, the Yankees and now Aaron Judge, people, the Yankee fans would offend Aaron Judge. I like Aaron Judge a lot. But at times, I think he's a little injury prone, which matters in sports. Uh, look, you know, there's so many superstar athletes in football and basketball that are just plain injury prone. And because of that, they, they can't get past, you know, they can't win championships. But to overreact and say, I want Aaron Boone fired. I'm saying, seriously? I mean, you know, I'm sure they, they, the Yankees might not have built the best roster. That team had didn't, especially when Aaron Judge went down, You got, I got to see talent. I didn't see talent in the Yankees after Aaron Judge went down. That's what I've been arguing about the Chargers. I see talent with the Chargers, and yet they're still bad. That's why I say fire Brandon Stanley. I, I there's you can argue all about you know all you can argue about teams. Alabama, they're not as good as they were two or three years ago. You know they're just not Clemson. You fire Dabu Sweeney. They're not as good as they were four or five years ago. I have real concerns at quarterback. So don't overreact. Aaron Boone, I wouldn't fire him if I was the Yankees owner. Will they or is a whole different story. But I wouldn't. But again, proud organizations, the Tar Heels, Penn State, Clemson, Alabama, um, Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys, 49ers, you know, Duke, they tend to, Yankees, Dodgers, they tend to overreact to the small things. Every franchise has an off year. It's okay. You know, just build the roster better. So I personally would not fire Aaron Boone. It was a very tough division. Baltimore's 
a lot of people widely consider Baltimore and Tampa Bay the two best teams uh, in the American League. Oh, that's right. They're in the Yankees division, both. So I, you know, I don't know what I get. Maybe the, but I'm just saying, I, 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 because of the circumstances, every organization, super organizations, proud organizations, historic organizations, doesn't matter. They all have off years. This was the Yankees off year, just like it's Alabama and Clemson, just like it's, you know, so many others. A lot of people thought the Packers, so many down years. Tall Hills were last year. It's okay. It's okay. But don't overreact. Coming up, top five best teams in college football. We'll be right back. It's the Carson's Court Show. Don't go anywhere. It's the Carson's Court Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show. Final segment of the day. Here we go. My top five best college football teams. Things have changed a lot. So let's begin at number five. I have Penn State. I think Penn State is very underrated, okay? Yes, they should have beat Iowa. They were better than Iowa. They just didn't beat Iowa. They blew Iowa out. They're blowing people out here, starting with West Virginia. Um, My concern for Penn State is can they win the Big Ten? Can they beat Michigan? Can they beat Ohio State, two teams who they lost to last year? I believe Penn State is better than they were last year. And because of that, I just I truly think Penn State, keep an eye on them making the playoffs. Number five, Penn State. Number four, USC. I do think USC talent-wise is slightly better than Penn State. I do like USC. The, my question is, is, and they should, should they, I think they'll win the SEC. I think they're better than Oregon. I think they're better than Washington. I really, really, really like USC here. I think they're a very good team. Uh, Lincoln Riley, you know, Caleb Williams, very good receiving. I, I really like USC, number four, USC. Number three, I have Ohio, Ohio State. And because of that, why? Toast game with Notre Dame. Folks, I'm not about dropping teams far to far. I don't overreact at all. But I do at this point think Michigan and I mean, Michigan is blowing people out with, without their best, uh, without their head coach, Jim Harbaugh. Ohio State, I like Ryan Day a lot, but because he is number three, or because they're close games, very close. With I let it go week one. It was a very close game. Luke barely beating Notre Dame. I mean, a couple, couple of big changes in that game. Ohio State would have won, had one loss already. So number three, Ohio State. Number two, I like Michigan. I think my, my concern at the beginning of the year for Michigan was what are they going to look like without Jim Harbaugh? No Harbaugh, no problem. I mean, they were, they were crushing people. I mean, they were blowing people out. And because of that, I have to put Michigan at two. Number two, now that Jim Harbaugh is back, uh, I just think Michigan is, is going to be a really tough knock on the Big Ten. And because of that, number two, Michigan. A uh, number... Um, Number one I have uh, would be Georgia. And I, I was wrong about Georgia. I think they're going to win the SEC. I was wrong about Georgia at the beginning of the year. And I said, I, I you know, it's, and I still have concerns. I have concerns with all these top five, and I'll go over them in a minute. But I think these top five are the best. I, I, I really like Georgia. Uh, now, do I think they'll win the national championship? No. my I think probably either Michigan or U.S. maybe Michigan, USC, 
you know, will. I, I have real questions with Ohio State. If they're, you know, another they're one another close game from dropping to four. But I, I do really like Georgia, and I think Georgia is going to be a tough one to knock out. Number one, Georgia. So, yeah, I, these are my top five, and I feel really – I think these definitely are the – Florida State at six. They did drop out because they did have two really close games. I mean – but Florida State would be six. Texas probably seven. Um, and there you go. I, I, it's not that I'm not. It's not that I don't have any respect for Texas. It's just I would like to. I mean, everyone again. There's there's so many overreactions in sports. Pump the brakes. They beat Alabama. Alabama's having an off year. They should beat Alabama. They're better than Alabama. I mean, calm down. Pump the brakes a little bit. So there you go. My top five best teams. And again, Penn State, my question is, can they win the Big Ten? USC, my question is, can they win the Pac-12? Oregon and Washington are both really good, uh, and I think they will. Ohio State, way too many close games for comfort. Michigan, it was really the only team on here I don't have many concerns with. And then, of course, Georgia. I like Georgia, but they've won back-to-back national championships. That's hard to do, let alone back-to-back-to-back. But there you go. I, I believe those are the top five best teams in college football. Again, Florida State at six uh, and uh, Texas at seven. There you go. My top five best teams in college football. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Carson's Court Show today. For the final time, we're live in Virginia Beach. Have a good day, everyone. We will talk tomorrow. It's the Carson's Court Show in Virginia Beach. Talk tomorrow. Have a good day, everyone. Carson's Court Show. Have a good day. Talk tomorrow. Talk tomorrow. I do not own the copyrights to the final countdown by your or intro song. Have a good day, everyone.